Welcome back, everybody, to the Veteran and Rookie Podcast. I am your veteran, Benea, and I am the only one here today, so I'm also the rookie, my wonderful co-host, Jonathan. He is off uh, at Crane School uh, for the week learning how to be a bird, and so I am now just here uh, all alone for this episode. The show must go on. The NFL doesn't pause for John going to crane school as much as I'm sure he would like it to as much as he thinks the world revolves around him and his crane flying it does not Uh, and so uh, you know it's just gonna be me he texted me his picks and whatnot so you know he's he gets priority for some of the stuff because he only sent me one pick for each of the things and so uh, you know whatever it's not like we get it right a lot anyway so he is at a little bit of an advantage last week looking at the pick'em points I went seven and seven John went 10 and four that brings the total standings I am 50 57 and one and then John is the opposite of that 57 50 and one as he now has a seven game lead on me Every week, I've, I'm starting to feel more and more like I am actually the rookie. When it comes to our draft picks of the week, uh, game of the week, I went Falcons versus Bengals. He went Chiefs versus 49ers. Now, this was one I was going to leave to the podcast for us to decide, but since he's not here, I'm giving myself the advantage there. They were both kind of similar games, and that one team kind of took control. Now, one was sooner rather than later with the uh, Falcons and Bengals. Chiefs 49ers was a little bit back and forth before Kansas City really started running away with it. Uh, I'm going to give it to me, even even if it's not, just because I feel like that's a little bit more of a coin toss there, and I need the points. Blowout of the week, John went Patriots over Bears Monday Night Football. That did not happen. If he had chosen the Bears to blow out the Patriots, he might have gotten this point. But no, instead, I win it with Cowboys over Lions. They won 24-6. to Upset of the week, I went with the Steelers over the Dolphins, and Miami ended up winning a sloppy defensive game where Tua should have thrown four interceptions. Kenny Pickett did throw three interceptions, including at the very end of the game. Uh, Kind of a a sloppy game down in Miami. Meanwhile, John took the commanders over the Packers and... uh, he he got that one right. Speaking of that game, uh, yes, I am panicking now. I, I said last episode that if Green Bay uh, can't beat Washington with Heineke at quarterback, it's time to panic. They couldn't beat Washington with Heineke at quarterback. It's time to panic. I'm pushing the panic button. This is my panicked face, apparently. For those of you on, on Spotify, uh, you can go to YouTube and see how panicked my face is. And then for Fantasy Player of the Week, back-to-back weeks where John goes Nick Chubb, back-to-back weeks where Nick Chubb lets him down in our league, which keep in mind has uh, the, the, the point system is a little bit weird, so it's probably not going to be the same as your own league. But Nick Chubb scored 18.7 points. And then uh, my pick, Josh Jacobs, he went off against Houston. He, he's all of a sudden just like a really good running back now after just can be kind of being just meh early on in his career 37.5 points he had in fantasy against the Houston Texans so that's back-to-back weeks where I take that one away and then kind of some takeaways from this week this was something I meant to bring up last episode but it still very much is applicable for this week is it just almost feels like the NFL is writing itself in the sense that we had such an exciting offseason there were so many big trades everyone and their mom was getting traded you know the Raiders got Devontae Adams the Broncos got Russell Wilson. There was the drama in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. It was a very exciting offseason. And now we're seeing a lot of bad football. There's three 
teams that you could classify as like being actually good, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. Uh, and then the other, the rest feels like a little bit of a, a, a bundled just mess almost. Uh, I guess there also are the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Vikings. Got to put some respect on those teams' names as well. Uh, each of those teams only has one loss. Actually, Dallas has two, but they've looked really good, especially on defense. And now that uh, Dak Prescott is back under center. Yeah, without my co-host here, I can't really go off of him as, as much, I guess. Uh, you're, not hearing, you're not hearing all the dead silences it is with just me in here. Um, so I, I guess we don't really have, I mean, there's no point doing a, one of our fun drafts, which is what we like doing in the middle of the show. Uh, so I guess we're just on to week eight, just like that. This is going to be uh, by far the shortest episode of the podcast so far. And uh, the draft is going to be a little bit different. If you are new to the show, we draft um, games as if they're positions. Um, you heard me rack off uh, what we did last week uh, with who we drafted and whatnot. And the way that we do it is um, we got five categories now. That's right. We're back up to five. We've got game of the week, blowout of the week, upset of the week, fantasy player of the week, and then newly added now the lowest total points in a game of the week, the lowest scoring game of the week, I guess. And so um, like last week, John took Chiefs versus 49ers for his game of the week, which means he wasn't allowed, and I also wasn't allowed to use uh, anything to do with the Chiefs or the 49ers for any of the other categories. That game is off the board. And uh, let's see if that if that makes sense to you. If it doesn't, uh, I'm sorry, leave a comment and say uh, I didn't explain it well. So going now to our games this week. John's game of the week is going to be Ravens Bucks, which was uh, on the top of my draft board. So I'm I'm a little bit upset that he gets that uh, unfair favor. It was also my week to perk to pick first overall. So maybe next week I'll get that first overall pick. Uh, it's not my fault that he's gone, but I will actually happily take the only game this week between two teams with a winning record. Both these teams have winning records. They're the only teams doing it against each other this week. It's the Seahawks and the Giants, just like how we all predicted, just like how John and I predicted back in our predictions episode about a month, two months ago, something like that. Just like we all thought, the Giants and Seahawks, two of the best teams in the NFC. Honestly, I feel like this is going to be a pretty big game. Uh, Seattle doesn't have a lot for defense, and so I think uh, Saquon could have yet another field day and hopefully continue his great season, especially since he is on my fantasy team. Uh, and then Seattle with Geno has just been fun to watch, honestly. Like, if Geno keeps this up, I mean, massive W's for Seattle because they got two first-round picks for Russell Wilson. The way things are going for Denver this year, that's probably going to be a top-10 pick. Obviously, it's a long season. Denver could still possibly turn it around, but right now it's looking like a top-10 pick that Seattle got from Denver. Oh, and also a better quarterback for a tenth of the price. Wow. If Seattle can just boost up that defense a little bit, maybe before their trade deadline they can do something. I don't know. But, uh, man, Seattle's looking fun. They're on top of the West right now. So if the playoffs started today, Seattle would be in. Now for the, what is it, biggest blowout. And John's going to take his bills over my Packers. And I can't blame him. It was the top of my draft board uh, for that category as well. Uh, if we can't beat the Jets, which granted the Jets have been actually pretty good this year, and then the lowly Washington Commanders, uh, how are we going to beat the best team in football? Now, it's still any given week. The Packers have a chance, obviously, like, 
maybe they go in there, they win 23 to 21 or something. Uh, I don't know how we put a stop to their defense. Uh, the way that uh, Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs especially, but that whole team just runs over every defense. And then the Bills defense, I think, is going to terrorize the Packers. The offensive line hasn't been very good. Rodgers has no weapons to throw to. Rodgers himself hasn't been playing very good so far this season. So uh, I, I don't blame him at all for picking uh, Bills Packers for that category. For my pick for the biggest blowout... I'm going to go 49ers over Rams. Shanahan continues to own Sean McVay. We saw it on Monday night about a month ago, and uh, I feel like that trend is going to continue. Obviously, at some point, the Rams got to buck the trend of that happening. I know they did in the playoffs last year, but still it seems like, at the very least in the regular season, that uh, Sean McVay is still owned by Kyle Shanahan, and I think that's going to continue in this one, and I think in dominant fashion as well. For the, what is it, upset of the week, John's going to go with the Lions over the Miami Dolphins. Maybe a get-back-right game here for Detroit. I mean, the Giants are what the Lions wanted to be and almost could be. They almost kind of feel like similar teams that, like, you you could see it going the other way, too, where the Giants are really struggling and the Lions are the team that's surprising everybody. They almost feel similar, except going into very different directions. And then Miami, man, I don't know what I think of Tua because I think they play better with him in there as opposed to Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. But then also, like, he wasn't that great on Sunday night either. Like I said, he should have thrown four picks. So I I don't know what to think about Tua. I think he's overhated. Is he going to, you know, be uh, the guy from Miami? I mean, I guess we'll have to still wait and see. He's still got a couple more years left on that contract, assuming they pick up his fifth-year option. And then my upset of the week, well, top of my draft board was Lions over Dolphins. John's out here just taking all the easy ones that I wanted. I'm going to go with the Cardinals over the Vikings. It's not a pick that I necessarily feel great about, but Arizona, they had a big game against the Saints on Thursday night football thanks to two Andy Dalton pick sixes at the end of the half. That really, you know, just gave them all the momentum for the rest of that game pretty much. And uh, I mean Minnesota's been like sneaky good. Like as sneaky good as you can be as a 5 and 1 team. They they're looking good right now and uh I don't I don't know how Arizona's going to do it, but again, any given Sunday Cardinals over Vikings for my upset of the week. Lowest scoring game of the week. That's our new category. John has the Cowboys and the Bears. And let's see, it is actually not on top of my draft board there. Uh, it is number three. My number one is Jags versus Broncos. I don't blame them for taking Cowboys Bears. Uh, I'm interested to see what the Bears do after beating New England on Monday Night Football, the first time they've ever won in New England. Uh, see what they can do against Dallas. I think Dallas's defense is going to suffocate them. But for the last two weeks, I've said that about a team. I said that the 49ers were going to suffocate the Falcons. They lost by 14. And then I said the Patriots were going to suffocate the Bears. That is not what happened. And now I'm doubting the Bears again. But that Cowboys defense is really good. Again, the 49ers defense is really good. And the Falcons did that to them. So uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, for that. But uh, Cowboys, Bears, lowest scoring game for John. And then my lowest scoring game, I'm taking Jags Broncos. This was an easy pick for me. Two just bad teams that, you know, you expected a little more from them, especially from the Broncos, maybe not so much from the Jags. But 
I mean, early on in the season, it kind of looked like the Jags might have been turning that corner. I think they won two straight. They beat the Chargers by 28 points. And then, uh, and then, and then it was nothing after that, really. And so, I mean, one of these teams has got to win it. Uh, it's over across the pond in London as well. I'm hoping Jacksonville wins that one, though. Uh, but yeah, I have that as my lowest scoring game. I mean, you could totally see it being a 13 to 10 game. I, I feel like that's what every Denver game has been this season, other than their game against uh, the Raiders earlier. But other than that, just because Denver has such a good defense, and that offense is so bad. They should be undefeated, or at least like five and one, six and one, whatever. The fact that they're not is just uh, very, very disappointing. Uh, obvi- obviously, very disappointing for the Denver Broncos. And then for fantasy player of the week, John went with Cooper Cup. Normally, we wouldn't allow that because I took the the Eagles and the Rams for that pick. I guess that means I have to change my pick for biggest blowout because I had. 49ers Rams there but John with his uh, absence uh, gets priority since he is no longer with us um so yeah John goes Cooper Cup for fantasy player of the week a safe pick you know he'll probably put up 20 some points this week like he does pretty much every week um I'm gonna go back and change my biggest blowout pick then I'm gonna go with the uh we'll go with the Eagles over the Steelers for that pick and now I gotta find something else for my fantasy player of the week. Actually, no, I'm screw it. I, I, I have a bad habit of just changing my stuff like mid sentence almost. Biggest blowout. I'm gonna go Raiders over Saints. I don't believe either of those teams have been taken yet. And then for fantasy player of the week, I'm going with AJ Brown, former member of Minshew Mania, my own fantasy team. Got traded a couple weeks back. This is his first game after a bye on the new team. Uh, what is it? Jalen Hurts season or whatever, whoever I traded him to, I figured since he was an Eagles fan, yeah, I could get a little bit more leverage, and then I traded for Leonard Fournette, who did nothing, who did nothing for me against the Panthers. I was so pumped because I had Saquon Barkley and Leonard Fournette going against two of the worst rushing defensive teams in the league. Saquon did his job, Leonard Fournette, and just Tampa Bay as a whole. What's going on? I guess that's something I barely even talked about at the beginning of the show, but I mean, the the teams that were expecting to be good in the NFC kind of aren't. The Rams, the 49ers, the Bucks, the Packers, the four teams in the divisional round playing last January, and they're all either at or below 500. The Packers and Bucks are both three and four. Uh, one of those teams has got to turn it around, right? Or are we going to see like Geno Smith or Daniel Jones in the Super Bowl? Honestly, I, I, that'd be kind of fun. I, I'd like to see uh, Daniel Jones turn around his career. Uh, I, I said I used to be a Daniel Jones supporter, and then I kind of gave up on him a couple years ago. But, you know, he's coming back around. It's, I'd be interested to see what the Giants do with that. But, uh, yeah, teams that we expect to be good aren't. But it's the NFL. It's, it's always been kind of like that any given Sunday All right, I think that wraps that segment up. We still got one more left to go in the show, and that's going to be our pickums. John didn't have a chance, I guess. I guess he's too busy learning how to fly or whatever cranes do uh, to make official picks. So he just went with his, or he just went with the Vegas favorite um, based on the spread, I guess. And uh, he's just going to go with that. And I'm going to go with my actual picks. And so we're going to see what happens other than, of course, his upset of the week, Lions over Dolphins. So we're going to start off here 
Uh, Thursday night football, Ravens at Bucks. I'm going to go uh, Ravens. Technically, the Buccaneers are favored. They're, it's because it's they're home, but it says the Buccaneers are favored according to the Yahoo Sports app as of Wednesday evening. So that's what I'm going to go with John. John goes Buccaneers. Watch the Buccaneers win now. Uh, then we got the Broncos at the Jaguars. I'm taking the Jags, as is the spread, a.k.a. John. Then you got the Panthers and the Falcons. Carolina looking kind of good after that game, but I'm going to go with Atlanta, as is John. Bears at Cowboys. Cowboys riding a little bit of a high after that Monday night game. John and I are both going to be going the Cowboys there. Dolphins at Lions. John's going to take the Lions in his upset of the week. I'm taking Miami. Cardinals at Vikings. I'm taking Cardinals in my upset of the week. John's going to take the Vikings. Raiders at Saints. We're both going Raiders there. Patriots at Jets. Let's see. The Patriots are slight favorites. John's going to take them. I'm taking the New York Jets. They've been swept like three years straight or something like that by New England. So I'd love to see him beat them. I could also totally see the Patriots just taking over in this game and just shutting the Jets down, especially now that Brees Hall is injured. Steelers at Eagles. And John and I, we're both going to be going Eagles. Titans at Texans. We're both going Titans, making it a five-game winning streak. Commanders at Colts. Now, Matt Ryan has been benched for, was it Ellinger or Ellinger? Uh, whoever that is. Uh, well, I know who it is, but uh, however you say it. Commanders at Colts. Well, let's see. John's going to be going Colts. They're three-point favorites in this one. And I'm going to go Colts as well. I've heard Ellinger look good in the, the preseason, at least, and whatnot. I don't really put too much into that, but uh, we'll see what the kid can do. 49ers at Rams. 49ers are actually favored in this one. And so John and I are both going to be going with the Niners. Giants at Seahawks. Honestly, this is a difficult pick here. I'm going to go with the Giants. I got to stop doubting them. John's going to go with the Seahawks as their three-point favorites. Then Sunday night football, Bills, Packers. John obviously is going to go with the Bills. Frick it. I'm going Packers. I'm doing it. I don't care from the three-game losing streak going against the best team in the league. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. And I'm going to say the score I said earlier, 23-21, last-second field goal by Mason Crosby after a nice 37-second drive by Aaron Rodgers. Classic on Sunday Night Football. The Bills don't show up. Green Bay pulls off the upset. They get off the losing streak. They go 13-4 and win this. Okay, maybe not Maybe not that last part, but uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. They pull off the upset. There we go. And then Bengals, Browns, Monday night football. I'm taking Cincinnati. The Browns, I mean, we've I feel like we've come full circle with them since like 2017 up until now where they were just an absolute dumpster fire. They were, I think, 1-31 in, in two years. They drafted Baker Mayfield. They started getting good. You know, 2020 comes around. They win a playoff game for the first time since 1995. And then... Last year, things starting to spin out of control. They make a bunch of moves. They go grab Deshaun Watson. They dump Baker, which may have been the right move. He hasn't looked good in Carolina either, but uh, things are just slowly spiraling out of control. And like I said, the NFL is writing itself, and it knows that the Browns are supposed to be bad, so now the Browns are back to being bad. And Cincinnati, I mean, they're not, I guess they're a team that's also supposed to be 
bad, but you know they they were fun last year. They were a fun team to watch, and uh, and they're starting to look like the team of last year once again, which was a lot of fun. And even though Cleveland swept Cincinnati last year, I'm taking Cincinnati in this one, and they are favorites, so John's taking them as well. The Chiefs and Chargers both on a bye this week. Well, I think that is going to be it for this episode, the shortest episode of the Rookie and Veteran Podcast, or the Veteran Rookie Podcast. i got to get my own podcast name right. Uh, I think it's the shortest episode we've had so far, at least I've had. I'm excited to see, you know, if, like, for whatever reason, I can't make one of the episodes, and then it's just John doing this. I think that'd be entertaining to watch. So maybe maybe I'll skip out next week, and it can just be, like, the John cast, and then I can get first dibs on all of the picks and whatnot and say that I'm learning how to fly or whatever. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode thank you all for watching on youtube for listening this is of course on spotify youtube itunes all of the above and uh yeah that's that's it for this episode have a good night everybody i love you